All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing The Waking of Angmar tonight. It is 417 degrees in my office right now as I play this. I cannot see my face on the screen. I hope it's working. I hope it's there. Who knows? Uh, but we uh, we're continuing wandering. Uh, we are we are getting very very close to the end. We begin our our final march on Angmar, uh, and maybe. Maybe uh, you make it back. And as I was saying to Steven before the rest of you got in the Zoom call, I've been feeling a little ornery today. So maybe none of you even make it there. Uh, but then Ashley made me <laughs> feel guilty. So I'm like, all right, Gilly will survive. Like an eagle will swoop down, pick Gilly up and take her to safety. But everyone else is Flyer to Mordor. I'm okay with that. That's like the only path they know. They just drop her right on Mount Doom. I didn't want to go here. What are you doing? This is not where my Uber was taking me. They just have an Eagle Express. Just Sauron's Tower to Mount Doom over and over again. That's the point. It's just like airport convention center. Airport convention center. That's all I know. Freaking eagles. Oh, God. Oh, geez. I thought about putting eagles in our game. Then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, but I'll put uh, I'll put other things uh, in the game. And uh, we might see a few of those things tonight. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, we begin uh, begin our march. We've had um, we've had our, our, our final fellowship, our final meaningful fellowship phase uh, that like where you're you're increasing your characters so that you can then, you know, do something with those new abilities and skills. We've had some goodbyes as you all were hanging around Bree and Coombe and whatnot. We've had some uh, some reappearances of friends and allies who have come to help you. Uh, but uh, now we begin the, the final death march uh, as we, uh, we, we, we head up north where it's going to be cool. That's the good thing. We get to role play in 150 degree weather what it's like to go to a frozen wasteland. So I hope everyone thinks about that nice, nice, nice and carefully. Think cooling uh, thoughts. I see that Long has uh, has dropped a uh, a prime sub. Thank you very much, Long. It's very 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 kind of you. Uh, why don't you go ahead while we're talking about you, Long? Uh, tell us a little bit about Floy. Yes, I'm playing a treasure hunting dwarf, the old age of seventy two now. And last Yule was the last Yule I spent without my family, not at home. Hopefully, it's not the last one. Wow, when you put it that way, I feel sort of sort of sad. <laughs> I do. Might be two eagles swooping in. There might be two eagles just for Floyd because he's got all that treasure on him. <laughs> it's like they're going to take either side, spilling goblets and gold nuggets onto the ground. As he's trying to hack their ankles so he can go get his gold that's falling. <laughs> like, come on, we have to get we have to get you to Mount Doom before the four fifteen. Let's go. Oh goodness. Uh, next up, Ashley tells us about Gilly Kettlegrass. I'm playing Gilly Kettlegrass. She is our free hobbit, and she just had a pretty um, emotional goodbye with her parents and uh, her friends and family. Just getting some good family time in before, you know, yeah, danger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, danger for sure. For sure. Uh, I like how you, you and I were talking about, like, possibly doing it air like your parents possibly having another kid or something like that I'm yeah like, now that i'm thinking about it, i'm like should have let them do that i should let you do that because then i wouldn't feel as bad uh, if something horrible <laughs> happens to gilly because like it's not just gilly that's get taken out i feel really bad for like pim and especially tolman because like we've really got to know tolman the past yeah. couple episodes uh let's see next up uh we have uh, we have a renial melissa tell us about a renial 
So Arineal is our champion ranger of the north. Um, and during the last Yule phase, uh, she actually did send along some advice and set some resources aside uh, for her younger brother, but not enough to actually get him going. So she has to return and be able to do another one of those Yule phases to set aside the rest of the resources to actually be able to have him carry on. So... I'm, I'm angling for eagle number three here with that. Gotcha. Like, I need to get back. I nah. need to... <laughs> no, I think you're cool. Your parents that's are what alive. all of our angels are today is just like just, fishing for an eagle. Just trying to. Exactly. Try to, no, I, I don't know. You've got two living parents and you've got a sibling. So I don't know. I don't feel it's that tragic of a death. I don't know. I don't know. And you it's know? too many eagles at this point. You know, we got two uh, on uh, Roy, one on Gilly. We don't want a log jam, right? We don't want traffic in the sky uh, over that, those misty mountains. That's how that's how accidents happen, Melissa. That's how accidents happen. <laughs> See, we haven't met Think them, so it's easier just to think about like, well, they'll be fine because we haven't. You're met probably them, really so happy. One OSHA violations <laughs> of us. That's the other yeah, OSHA violations. That's the other thing. We haven't met them, which means. You know, they probably don't really like you all that much, right? Because I figure we would probably have hung out with you by now because we've hung out with Floyd's mother and some of his cousins. We've hung mm -hmm. out with Gilly, uh, Gilly's uh, Gilly's family. We've even hung out with Daggett's brother for crying out loud. We've never met your family. Now, Tara, we've she's got an excuse. She hasn't been in the, the campaign as long. But Arineal, you're an OG and we, we've never met your family. And we probably didn't even realize you actually had a family until recently. So... That's Is not it really true. that tragic. I don't know. <laughs> Before we kick it over today, I just want to say thank you to Aaron, who has just dropped a ton of bits uh, and uh, and a couple gift subs. Thank you very much. Very very kind of you. Uh, all right. Next up, we've got the leader of this ragtag group. We've got Daggett. Hey, I'm Daggett. I'm a dwarf. I am a captain. I'm the most lovable, friendly, trustworthy dwarf you'll ever meet. Um, I'm very much in touch with my feelings, and when I see something bad that might affect me, I never stick my head in the sand. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think all that checks out. I think that's all, all pretty good, right? Right. <laughs> Other than the fact that you've been constantly being warned by probably the wisest, friendliest person on the entire Middle Earth about bad things are probably happening to you, and you know. All you really no, paid attention no. to is like, what? This old guy's right. I don't know Rude. how much we can trust him. He seems kind of shifty. Literally the wisest. Whatever. I mean, I know Sauron has like the title, the wise, but let's be honest. We all know what happens to that guy, right? Uh, and then finally, finally, we have Taraneth. Uh, my try, tell us about Taraneth. Uh, I'm playing Tara, uh, Tara for short. She is a uh, ranger as well. Uh, old drinking buddies with Renil, um, a uh, warden of the north, and uh, we look to, to get to Angmar. And Daggett's bestie. How could I forget? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is true. Daggett's, <laughs> Daggett's bestie. I feel like Tara has made a lot of besties. Uh, a lot of friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just seems like that kind of personality, right? Just very easy making friends everywhere. Uh, and we... Daggett loves that. Like, mm -hmm. it's one of Daggett's favorite things about Tara. <laughs> and we also <laughs> saw just how how easily Marge Oakstout took to Tara last time. That's true. Much to the anger of Aurelio. 
Oh yeah, man, there was some uh, there was some jelly there. There was definitely <laughs> extra heat last session as I felt Melissa's anger just wafting <laughs> down the hall as I was doing that. This is like, oh, chat! Thank you so much, Tolkien purists, Tolkien oh, Twitch. So Y'all funny. are so great. Thank you so much. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm also very very a little nervous uh, as as this is this is it. Like this is like we've hit the save point before and now now it's like it's all it's all gonna go pretty crazy from here so quick summary and then we'll get started and we're gonna go over a few things because there might be a scene or two you all might want to have before we actually proceed we're gonna hit into the journey phase but i also want to kind of go through some of who your resources actually are and how that's gonna actually come into play so we're gonna like get into like some some weeds a bit when it comes to the mechanics of stuff because there's not built-in mechanics for this in one ring and so a lot of this is me just kind of coming up with stuff that we've used before applying different rules that might actually be in the, in the system or just, you know, stealing stuff from other systems. Uh, so anyhow, last time around, uh, we, uh, we, we ended Yule, we ended winter. We saw the first thaws of spring and you all made preparations to leave Bree. Uh, we saw some goodbyes. Gilly has already mentioned her parents, but also you visit Oswald Breaker, Alcott Sweet Root, uh, kind of spoke with them for a bit. Tara, you tried as best you could to pull Hollis Oakstout out of his dark spiral that he was going through, and it seems it is as though you were successful. Daggett, we even saw avoiding saying goodbye to his new best friend, T-Man, Tolman Kettlegrass. It's very sad. That was probably the most tragic thing I think to actually have happen. Because if Daggett dies and T-Man never gets to say goodbye to his bro like that, like, oh, God, that hurts. But that gets in touch with his feelings. That's why he did that. You might think that, oh, Jeff, then clearly they were going to get an eagle to swoop in and save Daggett. No, 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 no. Steven wrote the character. (laughs) Three eagles and they are spoken for. (laughs) (laughs) Only so many eagles. Let's go crazy. Uh, So then you, you headed up. Uh, you, along the Great East Road, you actually got, uh, got, attempt- someone attempted to tax you, some very familiar bandits to a few of you and con-, con artists from, well, very long time ago, Ruddy, Bev, and Buckle. Uh, this is near the Forsaken Inn. You all easily dissuaded them. It took about four days for you to arrive at Amonsul, or Weathertop, as it's more commonly known, where you are planning and have been planning to muster your allies. You sent out messengers to various groups and folks to see if they would come. When you arrived, you were not the first there, as Lady Aracel and the various rangers from the Ranger Haven had already arrived and made camp. There's definitely some sadness, some sorrow that was kind of permeating the rangers, especially Lady Aracel, as she and Gilly had a nice long talk, especially about the history of Weathertop and Andor and their successor kingdoms. Uh, as the days passed, we saw more allies arrive. We saw Tharbad uh, show big time as first Thorvum and Thebe uh, and fellow dwarf crafters that you all had actually gone down the Tharbad to save. And not only that, Thorvum and Thebe, some of the only other folks in this entire company that have been to Angmar and have experience there. So they are very, very useful. Uh, in addition to that, we saw the dashing, the beautiful we saw Tharnow in his wonderful glory walking up the hills as the sun comes up east, uh, you know, over the eastern misty mountains. We saw several of his trusted guards, and we saw a, a little bit of a surprise appearance by Timothy Titus, the innkeep from Tharbad, who was warned by old Agna, the librarian <laughs> in Tharbad, that if he doesn't go and make sure Gilly is, uh, comes home safely, she's going to be very, very upset with him. Uh, a little while later... 
And we saw a small group of Linden Elves uh, from Forlorn, led by Amdurim, who is the second to Lady Ortolos in Bolivan, uh, who we know is the dear friend of, uh, of Sorendir, uh, long departed Sorendir. Uh, Amdurim had some grim tidings, was saying that there were, there were some declining states among Lady Ortolos and the other elves that had been affected by the issues that went around Othran Gold during the war with Angmar that kind of preceded your last trip here. It's just been getting worse for them. That's why their support was so small. But they nonetheless were there to help you. Balavan was actually very angry with you all, considering what happened to Sorendir and the inaction in trying to help him. Uh, you also then, a little while later, uh, when it felt like uh, the fortnight that you were awaiting your allies to show was about to close, you heard thunderous singing to the hills to the west, and you see that uh, the arrival of what we have come to know as the Oathbreaker Doors, uh, who have uh, who have made made home in the northern Blue Mountains. They're now led by Rollin, uh, but we also got to see that Snagit, Daggett's, uh, is it, it's older brother, I believe. Is that right? Older yes, brother. older brother. Uh, was there as well, very quiet, much quieter, seemingly humble, uh, seemed to be willing to do some of the grunt work and stuff, but you had a had a simple moment, uh, nothing nothing too grandiose, but it seemed as that the two of you got along very briefly. Uh, and then as the, as the, I'm going to call it a war party or the company was breaking up, started to travel north, we saw a few late arrivals as we saw the twins, Elrohir and Eladan, who you had just met at the Ranger Haven, and a couple other elves from Rivendell, arrived just in time. Uh, and, uh, and that's kind of where we left off. So let's, um, let's, let's, let's go ahead and dig into a few mechanics, and then we're just going to dive into the roleplay. At that point, anybody who wants a scene before we actually get on the road, uh, we, can, uh, we can do those as well. So we have developed in our time playing this games, our own kind of like rules for NPC allies. Like we've applied them our own way before. And we're largely going to do the same. Uh, so I'm going to share those with the group. So effectively what we do uh, is you can, if, if, uh, if you're incorporating NPCs in combat, we allow you, you know, I don't like to roll for NPCs. So instead you just tap into them as a bonus. That's kind of how it works. And then when we did our one of our, our first times in Angmar, we had uh, several groups of allies with us as well, and you were kind of sending them off to do various tasks, like sabotage around Rotox encampment and stuff. And we kind of worked on a, a basic a basic system for that. And that was like, you can send them out to do things. And since you're gonna have somewhere around 50 people or so uh, that you can send out to do things, I figure it's good that we review these. Uh, and so what we're gonna do, simple resolution, you, you assign a group of NPCs, and we'll go over those groups in a second. And what you do is you look at this, their distinctive features. If whatever it is you're tasking them with doing, if one of those distinctive features seems useful with that mechanic, like go scout. And if you're sending a group of elves who are keen-eyed, then you would probably get two dice. But if you're just sending like dwarves who aren't keen-eyed, then you might only get like one, one D6. And we just kind of do our D12 feet die roll and like a bonus die roll. And depending on the difficulty... Uh, if it's a simple task, it's a low target number. If it's a middling task, it's a it's a middle target number. And if it's a difficult task, it's a high target number. And that's how we determine it. Um, now, failure, if they fail, doesn't necessarily mean they die. But if they fail with a Sauron, then, well, bad things could potentially happen. Uh, so that's the basics, just to refresh your memory and to show this to Tara. And I and I think Daggett was with us because we had brought Sorendir in 
uh, as we were going to fight Rotag. So I think you might have seen it. Now, amongst your actual support, uh, there are a couple groups. So we're just going to kind of treat this like groups a bit. Uh, so let me share that with you as well. The players. Uh, list of your allies. And, I'm, and so I kind of walk through who you have with you and you know what their features are. And so when you start thinking about how you want to assign them to tasks, either during the journey phase or even when we arrive at Angmar or if there's something else we do along the way, might come into play. So there's the Rangers. Uh, so there's some notable people like Lady Aracel and Vinyator and Udil, uh, who is who is like the second of, of Orofin. Uh, they are lordly, steadfast, and cautious, and there's a dozen Rangers. Uh, there's the Forlond Elves. Uh, mainly the notable ones are Balavan and Amdurim, but there's also a couple others from Balavan's crew. They are keen-eyed, sorrowful, and swift. And there's about a half dozen of those. The Rivendell Elves, there's not as many. There's Elrohir and Eladen, and then there's somebody new you might meet this session. Uh, they are fierce, true-hearted, and brash. If you know anything about Elrohir and Eladen, sort of fits. Uh, there's uh, two different groups of dwarves. We're going to call the Dunlin Dwarves, which is we know are Thorvim and Thebe. It's about six of those. Those are the crafters from Tharbad. They are faithful, they are bold, and they are tough. And then there's the Oathbreaker Dwarves. Uh, we know Rollin and we know Snagit. They are strong, stealthy, and rebellious. And there's about 10 of those. And then there's the group from Tharbad. And they're led by Tharnow, but Titus is also with them. Those are the two notable people amongst that, that, that group. They are eager. And this pops up all the time in Tolkien. They are tall uh, and they are vigilant. And there are about eight of them. They're very tall. I was going to put dashing and handsome, but I felt like I might have been... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that's, that's going to be flavor. useful. Where's yeah. the, there's some mechanics for that. I, I get it, I get it. <laughs> those are definitely Tharnau's distinctive features. I just don't know how useful that's going to be in Angbar. But who knows? Who knows? So, so what we're going to say is at any point in time when if you want to, uh, like during, we can do this during the journey phase, we can do this during combat, we can do this just when we're trying to sort out like how we're exploring Ingmar, who's scouting, who's going to where, who's going down in the dungeon, all these types of things. Uh, just look at the distinctive features, see which makes sense. And that's kind of how you're going to kind of figure some stuff out, right? Uh, and that's how we're going to apply some bonuses. So previously we did it with singular NPCs. Now we're just doing it with NPC groups. Okay. That Got makes it. sense. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Absolutely. And if you're watching this, by the way, and you want to see these rules, just shoot me a message on Discord or something like that. I can kind of show you what we've been doing. Uh, if you're interested. Okay. So with that out of the way, let's actually start RPing finally. Start role playing. So we're going to say we open up. Uh, it's a, it's morning time. There's a light drizzle of rain, but it's not like a storm. It's just a light drizzle. And we can see it's more of a sun shower as the sun is coming up to the east of the misty mountains. Long shadows are being cast from the ruins uh, of Amansul and some of these other these other watchtowers, these old watchtowers along the Weather Hills. And we see various groups that are packing their things. Uh, some have been here almost two full weeks. Others have only been here a few days. And we see people packing up. So before we dive in to the journey rules, does anybody want a scene? Or is there anything anybody wanted to do in this time? And no is a perfectly acceptable answer. We can move on if that's I think Daggett is wish. good. Okay. All right. Uh, if nobody has uh, anything, um, Tara's going to find Darnell at, at some point. 
Um, and and if if he's sitting around with his uh, with some of his men or anything like that, we'll we'll quietly go up behind him and 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 say, um, "Could I have a word privately?" I'm gonna say that you you go to his camp where the Tharbat folks are, and he's not there. But Titus, you know, he'll point him out, and you you find Tharnow in. Sort of amongst some ruins atop atop Amonsul, you can see he's just kind of standing on top of the hill, oh. gazing out over the uh, over the expanse. Rain has started to sort of soften and wet some of his hair, but he is there, and he turns around. She and she you. exhales a sigh of relief that she doesn't have to say anything to the men, and uh, makes her way to him. And he turns, you see his hair just turns as well, <laughs> half a second later. And Damn, he, uh, Jeff. <laughs> You're going to kill him, I can feel it. <laughs> He's going to fall off leather top before we even leave. <laughs> I think all the eagles have been accounted for. Oh, goodness. <laughs> he, t- he turns to you and he says, oh, um, good morning, Tara. Um. Is there something you need? Uh, I before we leave, I, I there are a few things I, I wanted to say to you. Uh, one is, and and here she looks very uncomfortable and <laughs> turns a little red. Uh, I think I might owe you an apology first. Uh, I had left a note for you uh, that was supposed to be for your eyes only, but it seems to have made it to everybody except you. He looks very confused. Like, oh, that's very curious. You left a note for me. What, um, well, what was in it? Nothing of import. (laughs) Just, um, I was thanking you for the time we had together, and, uh, I, I'm glad you were here, and and not just because you are a fighter of great prowess. He blushes ever so slightly. I, you flatter me, Tara, the half-far. Better warriors amongst this very impressive company that all of you have have amassed here. I, I, am, I imagine some of those rangers of yours are, are particularly capable. But I, I can assure you, me and my men will not get in your way. We will not hold you back. We will, we will contribute in ways that will make you proud. That was not a concern I had uh, at at all. I, I've I've sparred with your men. I've sparred with you. I I know what they are capable of. I know what you are capable of. I'm. Uh, <laughs> and and again, she looks very very unconscious. Uh, Rain still not... slightly pouring down here as well. <laughs> I'm I'm not so good at I'm not so good at this. 
Uh, I, um, when we return from Angmar, there will be a celebration and there will be music. And, uh, would I be able to ask you for a dance at that point? You can see he like, he looks like there's a touch of confusion that kind of comes into his brow, but then he kind of smiles really broadly. Uh, of course, there's nothing that would please me greater. All right. Um, okay, that's that's all I think. <laughs> and before she can talk herself out of it, she leans in and gives him a kiss on the cheek and, and retreats before he can say or do anything. <laughs> okay, and you like run away, and like we see the rest of us see, like he just kind of reaches out with a hand, but you just go too fast, and like he's just like in, stunned into this level of silence. But then he like puts his hand up against his cheek and you see a smile comes over his face and he watches you go away. All right. Cup that. We see. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) No. (laughs) Guys, guess who's going to be the first NPC to die? (laughs) No, he won't be the first. He comes down the hill, slips because it's raining so much. Bangs his head. He's out. He doesn't even even make it. Dirty face. (laughs) Beautiful face ruined by stone. Oh goodness. Okay, so we see we see the the group getting ready. Uh, You are all called uh, into a a a brief meeting with Lady Erisil and Vinyator and and uh, and. Amdurim and some of the other leaders of each of these groups is you're being called in to plot your route as we're going to we're going to dive into the journey phase rules and uh, while it's true that of you all there are definitely people here that are probably more seasoned uh, you all are the linchpins of this you all are, are effectively the leadership uh, of this company uh, certainly Lady Aracel certainly like Balavan and Amdurin and Elro here and Eladin, like these are significant people, but you all are the ones who have been at the forefront of this, this campaign. Uh, so they are deferring to you. They are offering guidance. They are offering advice. Uh, but when it comes to the decision-making, it is going to be left to you all. And, uh, we see now with Ernest, this, uh, this array of maps, this discussion over which route to take. And let's go ahead and dive in as we are going to do their journey phase probably for the last time. All right. Um, do NBC allies, uh, are they uh, able to reuse during the journey phase or are they only able to yeah, reuse for the role, in combat? I'm fine with the role. Yeah, you just say which one you're using. Um, however, everyone can't use the same one. Uh, you can just kind of say which one you're Butter. using. Mm, we'll go with that. Okay. So... Uh, all right. Let's see. Let's get this all set up. All right. So do you all remember how this works? Those of you who are playing? Yeah. Okay. We got I our roles. Dag, it would advocate that we head towards the last bridge before going north, just so we have a good chunk of travel and safety. And I was right thinking the same thing. That's skirt that. around the Ettenmores. 
how far were, was our destination again? Where are we ending? So oh, I'll say here. that for the sake of for the sake of us, we're, we're effectively going to be just going to Angmar because once we actually cross over into the borders of Angmar, things are going to slightly change. Uh, if you recall the last time we did this, you guys got into Angmar and then we kind of made it more of like an exploratory skill endeavor to cross uh, Angmar and we're going to do something similar. So really you're just trying to get into the realm of Angmar. So uh, like where it's mentioned you know, somewhere where I'm pinging uh, on the map realm of Angmar, somewhere in there is kind of where you're vaguely headed. But there's a variety of ways to go. So to give you guys some reminders, last bridge is totally fine. Uh, there are a few places you've crossed paths with before. If you can see just north of the last bridge, there is Nadil's homestead where you all uh, spent time before. This is before Sorendir joined the party. Uh, you also spent time near Mount Graham where um, Marimbim's little hideout was, but that was a couple of years ago. Who knows what state that is in? Same with Nadil. Uh, and you all, the first time you came to Angmar, you traveled through and under Mount Graham into the sort of the eastern portions of Angmar, trying to catch up with Rotag before he got to Mount Gundabad with his, uh, with his force. And you kind of fought him uh, sort of far to the southeast. The second time through... Uh, you went to the northern mountains of Angmar, uh, to Othrungul, uh, and now it's the third time around. So let's, um, okay, so let's go ahead and figure out what path do you want to take? I'll what go ahead and draw my suggestion here. Yeah. Thinking, go on around the last road, go up to the homestead, and then skirt around the Etnmars. Okay. Oh, so that's, that's pretty cool, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense to go to familiar parts that we've been to. Agreed. Okay. All right. Uh, any objections to this route? No. no. Okay. No. Uh, all right, then. That sounds great. I mean, at this point, I don't think anyone has any particular reason to uh, to disagree. Um, if the rangers were smart asses, which they're not, they might say, <laughs> What did we travel all the way to Weathertop for when we could have just met at the... No, that's fine, that's fine. Um, but none of them say that. They all think it, though, as they're looking at it. Okay, so then let's uh, let's go ahead and do our... Uh, let's go ahead and do our specific roles. Um, so it's going to be Guide uh, is in charge of all the decisions concerning the route. They're the one who rolls travel. Uh, that determines the sort of the frequency of, of various events, journey events that'll pop up. Hunter, uh, they're in charge of finding food in the wild. They roll hunting tests whenever events pop up, asking for them to. Uh, the lookout is in charge of keeping watch. Uh, they are the ones who will roll awareness when certain journey events uh, require you to. And the scout is in charge of setting up camp and opening up new trails that'll be explore. I'm still going to say you all are going into these roles, uh, so... Like you're still going to be in charge, but I, I, the way I see it now is like you're more in charge of that particular group of the company. So there's probably more than one scout, but they all report to you, for instance. And there's probably more than one hunter, but they all report to you, more than one lookout, etc. So that's how we're going to kind of look at it at this point. So how would we assign each other? How would everyone be assigned? I would say Arinio uh, probably wants to go back to hunting. Daggett has been buffing his travel so he won't fail so many rolls. So unless someone else wants to do travel, I would like to guide. Do it. You are the leader. Mm. 
Okay. I was waiting for everyone to say I, I, Captain, but you know. Uh, <laughs> go Captain by Captain, and everyone stands uh, on top of their desks. <laughs> okay, so I got the guide is going to be Daggett, unless there's someone who wants otherwise. Hunter is a Rineal. Lookout, who wants to be in charge of of setting up watches for uh, to keep you know keep protection. So remind me what skill that is. That's awareness. Okay. Uh, if nobody else wants it, I've got three pips and like a uh, check on there. So I'm mechanically really strong with, with awareness if nobody else wants it. Favored and uh, some pips. Same. I've got favored and four. And then you and I are the same on Explore. Um, it's only five don't... roles, so two of you can play the same role. It's fine. So like you can put two people okay. in awareness. Yeah, so yeah, uh, is that is that okay, Ashley? Yeah, that works. Okay. okay, so Tara plus Gilly on lookout. Does that mean then that Floyd, you're the you're the head, head in charge of the scouts. You're going to be doing the exploration. Harper's scouting. All right. All right, man. How how is your scouting? It's three. It's not bad. Okay, man. Right now, I mean, you guys are superheroes at this point. You've been playing so long. Okay. All right. Uh, so before we've... we head off, then I'm sorry. Daggett would go up to Terraneth, and he would pull a very ornate armband down off his arm I'm letting you borrow this don't read anything into it we're not friends but you can use this till we get to Anglar and I'm gonna hand her the armband of the Myrdane and I'm gonna say you can't because that's actually not how magical items work in one ring uh, oh, specifically no. describes it that way. Yeah. These are not the well, types of things I, I you can just freely hand off. I can't take this, but you, I definitely still it, want to I'm be friends. Gonna, <laughs> I'm definitely not going to let that that specific skill. Yeah, yeah. That's actually what the, it actually fair. says. That Stephen, it really does. I I hadn't was, read that in the rules. That's fair. It's cool. I know. Uh, I know you did it because you already gave it away once <laughs> <laughs> to an NPC who didn't even use it. <laughs> How could you say we're not friends? This is so this scene is about the being friends now instead. You know what? You're reading into this. I'm I'm gonna keep this. And I put the armband back on. <laughs> oh jagged. <laughs> it's okay to love me. I love you too. Uh and Tara, like after Daggett leaves, uh, another dwarf sidles up next to you. Uh there's a there's a there's somewhat of a, a familial relation uh, like resemblance and uh Daggett's older brother, Snagit, kind of looks up at you. You know, uh, it was actually mine first. I, I gave it to him. Oh. Oh, you know, I think it would look better on you anyway. Yeah, maybe. That's uh, pretty true of most things. Uh, I stole <laughs> it from a particularly idiotic and stupid elf. Uh, just tricked him into giving it to me. Told him a sob story. Really? That kind of thing. Oh, yeah, he was incredibly naive. You yeah. need to tell me that story. It's not <laughs> often that you hear stories about elves being tricked. Oh, absolutely. And so we see like Teradeth <laughs> and Snagit just kind of like walking off north as the company pulls <laughs> off. And he's just like ripping like this whole, like retelling that scene that we saw in the Blue Mountains when Snagit <laughs> and Erebon had their discussion. And he's just making Erebon look the fool. <laughs> And Tara is making all the appropriate hmm and laughing noises like at all the right parts. <laughs> Daggett, you look over, you can hear Tara laughing and you can see that Tara and Snagit are walking off uh, together and they're just laughing about something fierce. I'm mad, not because you're making fun of Erebon, but because Snagit's <laughs> becoming friends with Tara. 
I don't you know that that's where yeah. I draw the line. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, uh, is that episode 29, Zoro? I think oh man. Gosh. Okay. Uh all right then. Uh, oh, so as the, com- as the company breaks, uh I'm gonna have Daggett uh and I'm gonna say take disadvantage as or, you know, take ill favor because you're probably pretty angry right now. Uh at seeing no, just teasing. Uh go ahead and give us the first travel roll. Now, is this something that we can use our allies with already? Or Absolutely. So just say which group uh, you're using. And if there's like a specific notable person within that group that you want to tap into, that's fine. Mechanically, it's going to be the oh, same. Amazing. Um, just describe how you're using them, like paint the picture for us, and then uh, and then give it a rip. I accidentally closed, but I think I would go with uh, the Rangers because, yeah. you know, their scouts already they have ranged this area before um i don't think i would care whether it's a specific person or not to dag it they're mostly interchangeable um wow okay just then. saying okay they're all wearing Jeez. green cloaks how do you tell them apart because clearly when you have Ari and Tara as the two rangers in your party, you clearly think that they're just interchangeable. He gets them confused all the time. Mostly. He, he was just I talking know. to Ari. <laughs> oh, you're Tara. Oh, God, so bad. <laughs> well, have you noticed how we're seeing Arenial so much more often than we used to? It's like there's two of her. <laughs> Imagine right, so her. The all the doors we have now. <laughs> So true. So true. Eric's just looking around like, so many Floyds here. This is so weird. Uh, first roll of the journey is a Gandhi, a great success. Oh, amazing. Sure it is. Sure it is. I was favored. Uh-huh. Sure it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. So if that's the case, uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, the initial parts of travel are actually quite simple. Uh, you are going along the Great East Road. You are a very large company to be traveling along the Great East Road. Like I said, there's roughly 50, probably a little bit more uh, uh, of you that are traveling across here. Uh, Daggett, you're taking the lead on this to some degree. You can see that probably maybe Vignator is up there with you. Uh, and the two of you are, are kind of traveling the way. Uh, there are you have all traveled this path before. You you just recently, a couple months passed before winter time. You traveled westward along these loops. Uh, you see some familiar sights as you as the days pass, uh, heading eastward from Weathertop. You can see some of the ruins and things in much better condition, or at least in much better view now in spring than in winter, uh, or at least at the start of winter when the fog and the snow is starting to build. Uh, and so there's rolling green hills to the north and south of you. Some of the ruins are far more capable to be seen. Maybe a, a tree that you thought was a tree is in fact this old broken stone pillar that's cast onto its side. Uh, and there's there's it's actually a fairly simple uh, simple simple route. And everyone is on you know high terms and like like they're they're kind of in in good spirits uh and since there's not much difficulty to the point where actually some people are kind of bored <laughs> like some people are, are lamenting the simplicity of it and they want more action and such and the older folks are chastising you see lady arasel chastising like udil and some of the younger rangers for such silliness um i'm gonna need the lookout uh, or lookouts i think there's two of you to go ahead and roll awareness test you can both both roll them so that'd be Tara and Gilly giving us those awareness rolls. Yes. 
Yeah. Alternatively, one of you could just assist the other and you can get a bonus die, but you guys both want to rip. That's fine. Let's do it. I've been noticing I've been using rip a lot lately. Like have you? too much. I have. Trying I'm to like, play let's give, some some Beyblade, right? like, Jeff. Let's give it. A, let's give it a rip. Just go ahead and rip that roll. Just go ahead and rip that awareness check. <laughs> it's because you're playing come... with a Canadian. That's that why. No, <laughs> okay. that's that's what it is. <laughs> I do play with some Canadians. Yeah. Just we should do a Beyblade session. Should we? Well, if we decide to do that break game, we could make it very. Yeah, we could. We could flavor it that. I was gonna flavor it like berserk, like because I know. Oh, I don't. Cool. Melissa loves Berserk. Oh, I gotta tell that story one of these days. Like, <laughs> I had no idea what Berserk is. I never mind. I'm not. Now it's not the time. Now it's not the time. Now it's not the time. Okay. <laughs> how is that? Uh, how is their awareness roll? Uh, twenty with one six. I got a great success as well. Okay, so two great successes. It's not a difficult. Like I said, it's it's a it's a not difficult travel at all. Uh, really, the biggest issue is is boredom. Uh, as people are, uh, you know, are, 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 you can tell they're antsy. Um, you can tell that most folks here are, are talking quite a bit about, you know, what they're going to do, what, you know, talking kind of big games here and there. However, it, it is raining from time to time. Uh, and it's not horrible thunderstorms, though. You can see off to the north, like you, you continually miss these, these horrific looking dark clouds that seem to just, settle over the top of Rudauer, those dark hills of Rudauer to the north. It never quite hits you, but you you are constantly under this drizzle of rain. And at a certain point, a few folks um, start coming down with some illness here and there, whether it's just uh, they were a little bit too bold one night and stayed out in the rain too long, or they didn't properly uh, attend to some of your supplies and they kind of got ruined. Uh, but you can tell a few folks, uh, even amongst yourselves, uh, have have suffered from either it's some of the supplies become contaminated or just the the, the basic illness. Uh, and that slows the movement a little bit. Some folks get very tired and coursing through over these couple of days as you travel uh, east of, of Weathertop, there's this this very light flu or this very light um, like cold that kind of suffers. So everyone go ahead and actually take uh, two uh to fatigue except for the people that don't take fatigue <laughs> i wonder who those people might be honestly freely what are we talking about here like we fatigue and then this whole system is just it's like saying i'm sorry i don't take endurance loss uh, okay uh all right so uh before we roll the next one thank you to og medusa for that raid appreciate it so much we are where, I mean, we're not just getting started. I've been talking too much tonight. Uh, but yeah, we're playing some playing some Wondering. Thank you for, for joining us. Hope you all had a good game. Uh, so let's see. You got on the travel roll, it was a Gandhi. Go ahead and move if someone can. Uh, I'm on a different, different map. If someone can move your travel token uh, probably around to the, between the, the T and the R in the East Road. Is about how far you would have traveled. Actually, probably a little bit further than that. Now that I look at it, uh, probably to the A in Road. All right. Uh, so then, and it's it's again simple travel, simple path. Uh, you are nearing sort of the the swath of land where you remember seeing Bailey Stonesinger, her home, that that pasture far to the south. 
uh, I would say probably about a half a day's hike off the road and even further southward of that is where you encountered the the brown wizard. Uh, and even further south than that is where you you know, traveled amongst the ruins of old Cardolan villages. Uh, I'm going to need another travel test from Daggett as uh, a, maybe a day of fatigue and people just getting over these simple, the simple illness uh, as you kind of linger a little bit longer than you probably want. Go ahead and give us another travel roll. Uh, I'm going to continue using the Rangers and maybe I'll start learning names since we're working together. Oh my goodness, you're not going to believe this. I got to take a picture. I got another Gandhi and another six, so it's a great success. Wow. Amazing. So, like, the thing is, you didn't take a picture of the first one, so you might legitimately <laughs> have gotten it this time around. However, that doesn't necessarily mean that you've had them two times in a row. It's just the, the cheating. <laughs> the cheating that is just... It's just constantly rampant here. This is ridiculous. We've offered dice cams, Jeff. <laughs> I think, you know, I'm sorry, Eric, for Norse Foundry. I think it's time to go back to digital so I can see what you've done. <laughs> I, however, will continue to roll physical. Uh, okay. <laughs> then uh, let me roll the next one. Okay, the next one's actually going to be the hunter. So this is going to be a renial. Uh, a renial. Go ahead and give us a hunting test. If you're bringing anyone with you as you're hunting around, there's a forest to the south of the road uh, near the last bridge. There's a river as well uh, that kind of, that the, obviously the bridge goes over. Um, I can't remember. I think it's the Horwell is the north, that, that one right there. Uh, and that travels further up. You all, you would have had a very curious encounter uh, near this river a couple of years back where you heard a, a singing of a, of a woman and you look out and you saw kind of like this, the spirit briefly. Uh, but are you bringing anyone with your on your hunting excursions as you travel off? And do you go northward into the dark hills of Rude Hour or do you go southward into the the, the forests of the remnants of Cardolan? I would go south and I am going to bring oh, wrong window. I want to bring the forlorn elves with me because they are both keen-eyed and swift and both of those things seem useful for hunting. Okay. So I'm going to go um, with the elves and hope that these forlorn elves come back with things other than berries. I'm going to say Balavan and some of his people come with you. Uh, Balavan is a warden himself. Uh, so he is uh, accustomed with his people, with his uh, his groups. They are, if you recall, they were also they were kind of like the the most active of the Forlorn Elves as well. Uh, he will come with you more than once. Uh, you will catch dark stares, uh, these grim looks coming from him, judgmentally so, uh, kind of assessing your ability. Uh, the other elves aren't nearly as hawkish and nearly as rude, but you can definitely tell that Balavan is eyeing you warily and trying to assess your, not just your, your quality, uh, but also to assess your character at the same time. Uh, how did you do on your hunter role? Uh, so I would say Arineal definitely was a little bit off her game. She succeeded, but it's just a regular old success. Okay. Uh, no problem with that. Um, are you going southward into the into the, the forest or northward into the hills? What do you think? South. So it makes sense. I mean, you've probably tra traversed this forest to some degree already, but you actually find a path uh, as you're 
as you're kind of you're looking for game and you find uh it a plenty it's small game but it's nonetheless very useful uh so you can see like there's various kind of rabbits and uh you can see there's some hefty birds quail things like that that you're able to with the help of these elves who are a little more sheepish about doing so but they also find plenty of uh, of other non-meat sources non-animal product berries and the like uh some even perhaps lecture you perhaps on your uh on your insistence on killing these creatures but you also notice that there is a path here it's one you didn't discover prior uh but you can see at one point you even see that there was cobblestone that seems to be pushing up and through the worn earth uh it almost seems like there's this this shortcut this secondary cut along the southern um the southern path it cuts through the forest you notice as well much like much further to the south where Terra and Gilly encountered uh the uh, the Cardolan village you see can you can see amongst this forest there are you now realize like it's not just it's not just trees and it's not just these these ridges but there are these little hidden and overgrown chunks of stone earth you think there might have been a village here or maybe a maybe a woodworking shop or maybe something like that. Maybe uh, it gives you vibes perhaps of the Chetwood uh, and where at least Briarcleave had been set up. Mm. Uh, and while that might carry some, some sad memories, it also gives you a, a shorter path and it kind of curbs a, a day off your journey as you do in fact have a shortcut. Everyone go ahead and take a point of fatigue, however, uh, and you effectively get to the last bridge. You can go ahead and move your token all the way to the last bridge at this point. And you can tell that Arineal has been kind of noting sort of the judgment and, you know, kind of the assessment of, you know, kind of the group that she brought with her. And so when she finds that, I'd like to think that maybe she was the one that found it. And you can sort of see her kind of looking just to see if she's going to get any kind of even just sort of a nod or anything from Balavan will be the one to speak up. Uh, his men are very, uh, like his, the people with him are very uh, quiet. They let him do most of the talking. And he looks to you and he says, your, your eyes seem to be capable. A very, very hawkish view of the world. So I guess it was not inability the reason that Sorendir was left behind, but rather disinterest in going to retrieve him. You are certainly capable of following the tracks. You just chose not to. I suppose that is one way to look at the events that have passed. He'll turn to his warden elves. Be careful where you set your tracks. Do not get lost, my friends. For if you do, this ranger here might leave you behind. It is her way, apparently. And they all disappear into uh, the brush, and you can kind of hear them ruffling, and they do not give you the uh, the acknowledgement that you seek. And everybody will just sort of stiffens her shoulders back and just continues on head high. Okay. And you bang your head on a low hanging branch. <laughs> a has been taken out. All right. 
at this point, you all, after a few more days of travel, have reached the very familiar last bridge at this point, arcing over the Horwell. You hear the rushing river uh, go by. Uh, the rain, again, still not every day, but it's still pretty, pretty consistent, uh, as it does seem to be a fairly rainy part of the season for spring. Um, you also notice that uh, to the north, the river is winding and curving. Uh, you have not actually encountered any travel, anyone traveling by, until the very bridge itself, where you can see that there is a a cart uh, that seems to be coming over the bridge from the east. And when they see you all, uh, you can tell it's a it's a group of of humans. Um, their eyes go wide uh, at the sight, uh, and you can see a woman speaks up. Oh, what's this all about? Quite a Quite a strange lot. They mean no harm. We're just looking to pass. Traitors from Dale trying to reach Bree. They mean no harm. Well, of course, you have free passage. We have no wish for any sort of confrontation. We're heading north. Do I recognize them? Uh, no, I did roll okay. to see if it was going to be them, but it is not. It is not them. They look to you, Daggett, and she looks to you. North, there's, there's not but storm and dark, endless hills, and from what I've heard, death to the north. What? What would lead all of you there? In such a. Is that a very diverse party you have here? I see elves and dwarves, so many dwarves. What? I don't mean to pry, Master Dwarf, but what is, what's your your business there, if I might inquire? Of course. We are being led north by, well, duty, I suppose. Uh, there, the party is a friend who has been left behind. We intend to rescue him. Is this not your first journey northward you've been there before oh well oh. not me personally but a couple of the others have i say this it's very peculiar from where do you hail it's such I'm a... from the blue mountains myself we are familiar but uh, there's dwarves and elves together in the same company that's well, that, very charismatic. The sign of the end of the world. And she kind of like offers like a very like nervous laugh at that. <laughs> I would okay, probably no give offense. a nervous laugh back there. <laughs> uh, well, um, if there's, well, I, I wish you all good fortune and that you recover your friend. Um, there's anything these humble merchants can provide. We've, got flasks of ale and we've got some oh you don't want the toys of course but um we have a few other goods here and there if you be of interest if you're willing to trade we have coin to offer uh, we've got tools uh, as well a dwarven make in fact uh from uh, from Erebor, and we've got um as we let me call our bank floy what is the dagger? Uh, do you have your coin purse on you? I, I say that jokingly, knowing you do. 
Yeah, I always do. What do you mean? Which one? <laughs> got all these different ones. We uh, have a final chance to replenish some of our supplies from the past couple days. Perhaps we could do some bartering. Oh, anything to make the journey easier. What do you have? Uh, I've heard that you're traveling northward into no man's land. It's the great unknown up there. But we we have tools uh, uh, of of well of your kinds, mate. Not not the Blue Mountains, but uh, but Arable. Uh We've got obviously the tail. The toys would be very useless unless you're. No, you wouldn't be visiting children. That's absurd. Um, and uh, ale. Uh, we've got some foodstuffs as well. Some, uh, if, if that's of interest to you. Uh, then I'll take everything but the toys. For everything but the toys. Oh, um, uh, I, I don't mean offense here, but we are running a business, and this is not uh, uh, as much as we uh, uh, hope that your your journey is a, a, a successful one. We. We have bills to pay, I'm afraid. So, then what's the problem? I have coins to give. Okay. Well, well, well I suppose it's a matter of price. Uh, if there's, uh, go ahead, uh, Floy, and give us a little roll to see uh, how well you do. Uh, and, what am I rolling? Uh, yeah. So it's just. I mean, it's up to you. Like you're kind of doing like a social negotiation courtesy or something. Courtesy, it's like it's the fine. final vending machine before the Shinra <laughs> building Tell in Final <laughs> Boy, see if you can get him to throw in the wagons too. You could certainly try. I will say if you do that, you're going to need to do very, very well on the roll. We have audience bits for support. Mm. Or yeah, yes. You could you could argue. Uh you, you you could you could ask for the wagons, absolutely. see my persuade isn't the best you don't actually have wagons too i think you have some ponies and things i don't think anyone brought a wagon uh my persuade is pretty good if i can support uh yeah you can I'm support gonna... uh we'll, we'll we'll see what what tara says in a second uh floyd you can roll whatever you want if you don't want to roll persuade i'm welcome I'll to you towards all okay uh give it a roll Let's see what you say as you try to negotiate it, and then take an extra bonus die because Tara's going to give you a hand, and we'll we'll hear how Tara uh, pitches in on this negotiation. All right, rolling four d sixes on here. Okay, I got a great success. Great success. Okay, uh, what is it you say? How do you, especially since you're asking for her very wagon? Instead of saying, I'll sh more of showing. I just start pulling out sacks and bags. Like, is this not enough? I just keep pulling out more and more. You want uh, a wagon? Well, I, I'm, I'm not disinclined to sell it, but we are in, well, frankly, we're in the middle of nowhere, and you're going to give us sacks and sacks of, of silver and, and gems, and, and we're going to have to walk the rest of the way to Bree, and well, there's that forsaken inn where those folks like to tax and such, and we haven't a company of very capable dwarves and elves, and that these have the look of ranger folk, I think, to protect us along the way. We are just mere merchants from Dale, so while you might give us all of these sacks of silver and treasure, that does not necessarily mean that we will arrive in Bree with all of those treasures intact. He makes a good point, Daggett. 
she's not going to be able to carry all of this. You don't have to worry about those at the inn. Uh, I spoke to them and I've discussed that friends of mine uh, have free tolls. Well, how are, we, how are we supposed to convey to them that we are your friend? You tell them that Daggett, the dwarf with the black axe, uh, wants you to pass freely. Daggett, the dwarf with the black axe? Maybe they kind of look, oh, well, that is very curious, isn't it? Never quite seen one made like that before. Uh, how does Tara fit into the situation? How does she add? Uh, she'll she'll chime in and say, uh, you are merchants from Deal. The purpose of your trade is to make coin from passers-by. If we do not reach the north and if we are not successful in our endeavor, I can promise you that there will no longer be passers-by. And oh. my friend Daggett has tried not to alarm you, but uh, our what? purpose for heading north might impact your future business what? if you do not allow us to properly purchase the wares we are seeking. We're not asking to cheat you. We're not asking for something that you would not normally sell. I was just saying, though, that, that I don't know if, like, we would be able to get past the bandits on the road, and now you're saying the world's ending, that something's going to swoop down from the It's north. not going to end if we can buy your card. Eh? Well, how does our card determine... Oh, God. Oh, Henry, what should we do, Henry? Oh, I don't know, Henry. I don't know. They sound exactly the same. Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, you pass the roll. Like, I, I suppose, like, well, uh, well, I guess, I guess we could. I guess we could give it over, and you promised that they're not going to harm us if I say friends of Daggett, the dwarf with the black axe. They, they won't take our things. They've been warned that I will come after them if they do. Well, that's great. I. Don't see that if they do it. This seems like an illusion of safety. <laughs> that something horrific could happen to us, and while you might be able to get retribution for it, that nonetheless means that something horrific happened to us in the process. How safe is anyone at any moment, anyways? Really I mean, at any moment, turkeys could just run over your camp, and a claw <laughs> could just scratch you, and you bleed out. Uh, anything is possible. We don't have any turkeys. What kind of... I didn't think there were turkeys around here either, but you would be surprised. Well, I suppose that's Also, with the true. amount of coin we are giving you, it will not be difficult to hire protection on the more dangerous roads. But we're if in the that middle is of nowhere. Concern. We've got Once no one to Once you get to a town... Once you go a little bit south. To the town. Oh, goodness. I suppose it's worth so, the risk. I don't you're know. You're saying that you need to bump up your awareness of danger, right? Well, I have this <laughs> armband here. That... <laughs> no. <laughs> she reaches, she pulls off her mask, and underneath it's 
It's the it's, it's the the right. Uh, who is it? Who is it? Who would be under there? <laughs> Sauron himself just pulls the like like no. <laughs> That was given to you, you son of a bitch. All right. She will... Um, because you guys were successful. Okay, go ahead, Gilly. You got something? Gilly will show up, uh, and she'll kind of catch the tail end what? of them. You're bringing children with you? And she just... She kind of gets that brief, like, really long stare of, like, this is something she's dealt with for a long time. Right. And she turns to Daggett, and she's like... Um, I we're close to the Rangers. You know, we're close to there. Uh, perhaps I could speak with Udil and Lady Aracel and see if there's someone who's not traveling with us who could perhaps escort them to Bree. Suppose that's a fine idea. Okay, so if you would like, you can choose to task your uh your your ranger faction uh at least partially with escorting them and they'll have to catch up later but it would no, reduce your that. number yeah no i was thinking more so because we were so okay. close to there. on the way back maybe even right now don't um, yeah. you're you're several you're you're at least two three days away uh Got so it. on okay. the map like you you are about two days away from the uh, the the council house. Got it. Okay. Tell you what. How about we renegotiate? Um, you keep your cart, and we will guard you to your destination. But we do have to make a small detour north first. This, well, no, they are not coming with us. Okay. Here's. Can we just take the cart? Can we? Cape one we're not trying to rob you. If you feel pressured, take the cart. We're, oh, we're not cool. trying to... You're saying that the world's going to end if we don't give you the cart. Like, I'll feel pressure here. Oh, Sometimes. I, I don't like her either. Uh, okay, no, that's okay. not true. He loves me. Okay. Take the cart. We're going to keep one of the ponies, if that's all right. And the toys, of course. And... And then you can, and then we'll try the Daggett thing, and we'll see what happens. The Daggett with the black axe. The black oh. axe is the important detail there. Well, you could take the black axe, and then they'll know that we we took it from you, and they're feeling even more fearful. What we about need that? It. That sounds. We you need it. Both ponies that way. Uh, no, we, you, I do like we ponies. We need it. You can have them both. This one here, the, the, the black had enough socializing so for the day. Everyone, we have tasks to be done. We are keeping the black axe. Are we not on our way? I don't like how much you want my axe. This feels a little... You can take both our ponies. The the black. No, I'm one, talking to Arenial now. That's soot. The red one. That's meat. Take them both. We'll take the axe. Everyone's happy. No, you take the ponies. Uh, and you know what? I'll throw a little bit extra in for uh, call it a danger tax. Okay. Well, it's been a pleasure doing business with you. Good luck stopping the end of the world. And thank you. Okay. And uh, you now have at your disposal a uh, a wagon, no ponies, so you're gonna have to have beet root or whatever the hell the other one was. Uh, mm. You're gonna have to have you're gonna have to have them and boot, yeah. 
uh, pull it, which is fine. But you uh, and you also have some some tools and some uh, and some ale and some meats. But you you they took the they took the toys. With them. Okay, that's spent. That that was way longer than I thought I was going to take. Uh, yeah. Dak, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead and roll a travel test. <laughs> the art of the deal. It's just amazing how those encounters are the ones that always go on like really long. <laughs> oh, like they're really no. important ones. It's just like we're done in like two seconds. Oh, I'm taking another picture. This wow. Is, it, it was, I'm favored on this and I rolled double Sauron. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. All right. Uh, well, what's the total? Did you, did you pass or did you fail? Oh no, nowhere close. Uh, I got a lot of ones and twos. Okay. Uh, so the just what, basically what it means, um, is that, you're, you know, the, the, the encounter happens more quickly. So, and you're not going to travel as much. So uh, go ahead, whoever is controlling the token, uh, go ahead and just move it, uh, before that big bend. So you don't, don't move it all the way up to the bend. Are you, and you're, you're perfect. Thank you. Okay. So then after your, um, after your little meeting with Henry and Henrietta, you, uh, you venture northward, veer off, uh, you can see a handful of the rangers kind of look longingly in the direction uh, of the angle up at the mountains in the distance where they know, and you all know, that the ranger council house is is hidden away, uh, And but they venture northward. Rain continues. The water rushes along the river here and there. Um, you, a few times throughout the night, it's very, there's a lot of sudden, suddenly people are getting a little bit more unsettled uh, as the weather almost immediately turns within a half day of you leaving the great East road. What was once just a drizzle now becomes like a torrential downpour. You hear thunder and lightning. You, your, your, your cart that you just got constantly lags behind as the wheels get caught in mud. Uh, more than once you kind of lose track of each other here and there as you're trying to the scouts and, and, and those of you that are, uh, keeping uh, like lookouts, you're you're constantly losing track of each other as vi- visibility goes uh, goes down. I need uh, the awareness, uh, so I need lookouts again. Doki, uh, would you say we're scouting with anybody? Uh, it's up to you Kara? all. Uh, did we? Do we wanna <laughs> go with the four? Uh, I just got like a normal success, so I'm not going to waste that. But you should definitely, if <laughs> you haven't rolled yet, because uh, I I already rolled. I I just got a regular success, uh, twenty two, but no sixes or candies or anything. Okay, yeah. Uh, Gilly grabs the four lawn elves, and I got an extraordinary. Okay. Uh, so a, a few times. Sorry, can throughout. we do the elves again? Because didn't Ari already use them? That's true, actually. Was this uh, the same travel? Or I could. Uh, say... No, 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 no. It's the same journey. It's fine. You can use them now. It does. It does Got mean it. that okay. like you're just kind of shifting okay. over to them. That's fine. Um. So, as you, uh, you know, as you try your best in this. In this difficulty of like trying to keep sight of, of folks, 
more than once, Gilly, I would say, in the night as you all are huddling beneath these tents and trying to get some semblance of sleep as the torrential downpour comes, more than once you like that that very familiar sound of of kind of cracking of ice begins to sort of waft into your ears somehow like just slipping past the thunder slipping past the rain Mm -hmm. you hear from the very elves the forlorn elves you can you hear amdurim some of balavan's people even though they don't necessarily sleep and they're more kind of like meditating around they're near you uh and they're rotating as like they kind of keep this lookout during the nights uh in which you're camping a few times when you kind of tap them and it's your turn and they kind of go back, you can tell that they have this sort of lost look in their eyes. And when you look at them, they look confused. They look like they don't necessarily know where they're at. They don't necessarily know what's going on. Uh, not Balavan specifically, but you definitely get that sense with Amdurim. Uh, everyone go ahead and take two fatigue uh, as a bit of despair starts to go through already as you all are not more than you know, two days north of the last bridge in the rain and the t- constant rain has been nonstop. Uh, but since you, fa- since you passed your roll, you guys don't actually take the shadow point that comes along with this. Okay. Uh, Daggett, uh, finally, after a couple consecutive days of rain, you can see like these, the storms begin to lessen, uh, not to the point where it's, you know, it, it's perfect visibility. But you do notice in the mornings and the evenings, uh, there's a mist, there's a fog that rolls in off the river, kind of starts to float over top of uh, off the dark hills. You can see off to your west, the, the dark hills of Rudauer get higher and higher. And periodically, when lightning crashes at night, you can see the contours of this far off Rudauer ruin. Uh, but I'm going to need you to go ahead and make another travel roll here. Um one sec, really fast. Go ahead and make, yeah, go ahead and make okay, a hands are up. Hands what are up. did you roll? I rolled a, another Gandalf uh, with two sixes. This makes me worried because you're getting them now. I just don't believe anything. I'm just I mean, up and down. I'm up and down. It was just double stories. So, you know, it's all I of just, the extremes. I just don't believe anything you're saying right now. I'm waiting for the spam of like, images. <laughs> we'll start up a Patreon to get uh, to get Steven a dice cam so he can prove he's not cheating. Uh, okay, I'm going to need the Explorer. Uh, so this is going to be Floyd this time. Um, or uh, the, the person rolls. So Scouts, I should say. Uh, so Floyd, give us a, rip us a Explorer roll for you, please. Awesome. I'll take the men of Tharbat with me. Okay. You can see... The, the drenched hair of Tharnal, uh, the water kind of kind of streaking down. Of course, my dwarf friend. Be very glad to assist you. He kind of looks over his shoulder briefly. I'm not sure at what. And then he That's marches the off with Floy. Okay. Uh, any extra successes or anything Pretty like that? This. Okay. So you kind of venture off because the... Because Daggett, despite being able to find certain paths and, and mainly sticking to the river uh, here and there, uh, you do notice that 
the river itself is starting to venture back eastward and northeastward. And you know from experience, Floyd, it's around this time that you all have to start veering more northward and westward at that point, or you're else you're you're kind of not going to reach the destination that you're trying to go to. Uh, and so the the route of the company starts veering more westward, or at least more northward, and you no longer have the comfort of that river to come back to. And at a certain point, you all uh, kind of have to kind of make a choice as the waters have flooded, uh, and like you're kind of going through this sort of sunken this dell a bit, where like the river has flooded from all the rain, and you just can't make heads or tails of things. And you you essentially have to kind of pick between like this high ground section and this low ground section, and like logic, obviously, you take the high ground in such a situation. But a few hours after you're along this ridge line, you watch as it begins to crumble, uh, as it's not stone, but it's just this this packed earth, and this mudslide begins to occur as half of the half of the company starts sliding down, kind of sloshing around. You can see a few folks and a few items kind of get lost in this rush of water that, that sweeps eastward further and further, uh, and. Uh, and even though the lower path might have been already covered in water, it might have avoided such a mudslide. And you all end up having to spend a not in, insignificant amount of time tracking down folk uh, as you get separated, tracking down different uh, supplies that have become lost along the way, repairing damage to the cart that you just got. Uh, so this is ill choices, we'll say. But you pass, so no, no shadow point, but everyone takes two fatigue for this. Now, the good news is that as you venture northward a bit, eventually after a day or two of, of making sure that you uh, you write the, the problem, you see a familiar sight, Floy. As you look down uh, off of a, of a ridgeline during a, a calm in the rain, and you see a flat expanse, you see what looks like some some pens for animals. You see what looks like a very modest tract of, of land. Um, and you see a handful of buildings, just a, just a few small ones. Uh, some with a little, uh, you can see a little plume of smoke coming out of it. And your memory from two years ago or so, this is Nadil's homestead. Uh, they were hill folk, but they were friendly hill folk. Uh, you've met them not once, but twice. Once before you're, you ventured westward into the sunken keep that is probably about two days to the west of here. And then once afterwards, uh, you remember a few of the folks here. Nadil was sort of the patriarch sort of of the family, Una, the matriarch. Uh, they had a, an eldest son named Geldor who ran off. Uh, there was some thought he might have been trying to join Lottie, some thought that he was going to explore that sunken keep himself and retrieve whatever it was that Lottie might have wanted. You also know that there was a woman there named Reza uh, who was widowed. Uh, her husband and her adult children had died, or at least had joined Lottie and possibly died. And then you remember there was uh, the Nadil and Una had a second child named Sodden, a little bit younger than Geldor she was. And there was another man who just was a friend and he kind of lived in this small little clan named Barak and he was a little wary of you all. But you see this farmstead in relatively good condition that you can tell from a distance. Uh, and 
you guys tell me how you want to handle this. How was their set sentiment towards us the last time we met? Uh, you left when you departed. You were on good terms. Um, okay. They were worried about their son, but they didn't blame you uh, for not finding him or anything like that. And we spent a fellowship here working mm -hmm. on like crafting and other things too. And he yes. Floyd. So because Floyd had suffered a very serious injury, poisoned by the creature uh, that you discovered at the bottom of that sunken keep. This is before Erebon joined the party. So this is really OG stuff here. I, I think we would definitely pay him a go. visit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, as you all are talking, um, a few of your allies will speak up. Lady Arasil first. Do you think it wise that we approach these people with such strength? It's likely they might already know we are on their land or near enough to it. But are they the sort of people that would see this as a sign of aggression? We know these people here. They should be but fine. We will we will be head out as a forward party to explain ourselves. I think that is wise, Miss Kettlegrass. We will wait Tara here for your hangs, signal. Tara will hang back with with everybody. Okay. Uh, so who is who is going to go on that little forward group to go hail Nadil and? Una and the rest of the homestead. I think the trio. Uh, Daggett will hold back too. Okay. What's that in stunt doubles? <laughs> the test. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> just, you just replace a few. Get a just one of the NPC word. ally groups. Like. <laughs> Why didn't we recruit any hobbits for a war party? You guys had you hobbit friends, one. but you didn't necessarily recruit them. You didn't necessarily try to bring them to, to fight. I'm just saying. Didn't ask. Okay. OG3. Uh, Could you imagine Rufus? <laughs> Rufus Foggybrook. I'm the smartest, smartest hobbit amongst the smarts you can possibly find. Gilly avoided him, I think, because he kept trying to like smack the moves, and she's like, I only have eyes for dwarfs. <laughs> well, that's funny ah, that you ah, say that. Ah. Because ah. Rufus Foggybrook only has eyes for dwarfs as well. In the one shot, very long time ago on different channel, uh, we played the alpha, uh, like the alpha rules of this. I played Rufus Foggybrook, a hobbit who, uh, hobbit messenger, who uh, I constantly was protecting uh, Evan's dwarven scholar, like even when he Amazing. didn't need it. <laughs> Just <constantly laughs> like, I'm Rufus Foggybrook. I might get in points. Okay. God, I love that voice. Uh, all right. So you all... The three of you, so we'll say Floyd, Reniel, and Gilly, you, you venture forward. And at a certain point, you see the door to the larger abode open. And you see the familiar faces and of, of both Nadil and Una step out. Uh, they are armed. Uh, you also see from a different one of the buildings, you can see that there is a man... Uh, I would say you all have decent enough awareness that you would be able to see that there is a man up in like this hayloft kind of area with a bow pointed mm -hmm. out in your direction. Uh, and you would also, you'd presume is probably Barrack. And you can see that uh, 
in the, in the, in, like there's, there's like these two women, there's Reza and then what you would presume is maybe an older Sodden, the, the young child, uh, who look to be kind of over by the animals at this point or are kind of like protecting the animals. They, they all appear to be very nervous, but as, uh, as Nadil and Una approach, you hear, uh, you hear Nadil speak up. What is this? Why have you come? Old friends passing through the land. And you see, like, he squints his eyes. I knew a dwarf once. You are Floy of the Blue Mountains? In the flesh. And this is... What was it called? And he kind of turns to, to Una, and Una's like, She was called a hobbit. Ah, yes. Gidley Kettlegrass. And you? Yes. You are well? We're well. How are you, uh, Una and Nadil? They kind of look at each other. Life has been difficult of late. Of Renil, I believe. Yes? Yes, Nadil. Why, we are not unpleased to see you. Berk tells us that... Uh, you do not travel here alone. That you have a force behind you. Yes, we're heading north. I see. For what reason? The last we saw, you had traveled there. And we have not heard of anything from you before. Rumor is that, well, not rumor no longer. Lottie has fallen. Someone has taken her place. Do you venture northward to take him out? Uh, we're not venturing north due to the hill folk, actually. It's, we're heading further than that. Further? Wait a sec, you said a, someone taking over Lottie's place. Yes. Did I hear that right? You did indeed, Master Floy. His name is, uh, is Braddock. Where Lottie was crafty, intelligent, and cared about collecting artifacts. Braddock is, is none of these things. He is cruel, but he is strong. And he has many, many who have followed him. And he has... He's one of yours, a hillfolk. He is indeed, but he is not one of ours. We have maintained a distance from them, just as we did those years ago. Though we have suffered because of this. What you see behind us, we have had to rebuild not once, not twice, but three times. They have come and raised our home, destroyed our crops, stolen our animals. But still, we would not join them. We know that to follow them is folly. We actually no. did not know of this. Uh, we go back up north. There are things to fight, and we are also seeking a lost companion. Well, I am sad to hear that you have lost a companion. Unfortunately, we have never recovered our son, and we fear now that he is past. I will tell you this, though. Well, while Braddock is not uh, 
Well, he is not as intelligent as Lottie was. He is also... <sighs> Lottie was not a good person. We know this. She was corrupted. She was... Her initial means or her initial ideals, perhaps we could have shared them, but the, the way she pursued it and how she blamed your people, we did not agree. But at least she gave clans a choice, whether to join or not. Braddock does not give this choice. More than what is that, he after? Did he pick up the mantle? He has indeed. He has picked it up. He has embraced whatever evils inhabit that land to the north. He has embraced them in ways that Lottie did not. Lottie took from them weapons, armor. Radic has taken... He has taken other things. I have heard stories. It is... His people ride creatures that come from the north. Giant white wolves with eyes as, as red as blood. I have, I have heard stories, fanciful though they may be, but I have seen things in these years, my friend. I have heard stories of bears, large bears, trained somehow, fierce, fierce though they are. They have gone through the villages that would not, that would not follow him. They have ripped to shreds. We have not seen this ourselves. We are too far east. However, we have heard these stories from people we trust. People who do not tell fanciful tales. If you travel north, I hope you will cover your friend. But I will tell you that there is a greater danger there than you realize. When he mentions the white wolves, um, Gilly will grab on to Arineal's hand because she remembers that night very clearly in the cave, watching from the entrance to make sure that that giant white wolf did not encroach upon our territory. And um, visibly, uh, she's frightened to hear that news. And I think Arineal was the one who saw that big beast of a creature in the crevice, I think. I think it was you and Marimben, if I recall correctly, that kind of lingered back and you looked down, you saw this kind of bear-like creature. Yeah. Um, and then Daggett uh, and Floy, you also would have seen something similar to that in the caves uh, where the uh, the Oathbreaker dwarves, there's a very similar like creature, bear-like creature. So you, do, you have heard or have been exposed to these and you, and you, I think all of you would know that something was going on at Othran Goal at some point in the past, but they were experimenting with creatures using dark sorcery or something like that. You're not sure um, exactly the details of it, obviously, but this is not the first time that you have seen or heard of such creatures. We do appreciate and heed your words of warning. Unfortunately, in all of our travels since last we shared a table we have encountered such things and can confirm the stories you hear are true. We can't then, confirm the alliance with Braddock, but if, if we do... You do uh, not need to confirm it. We are the ones who told you. 
You had no but, idea. We are the ones who told you. I think you are confused, Hobbit. I, I am a little frazzled to hear that news. But if we do have the opportunity, and she looks to Floy and Arineal to to assist you with Braddock, then we will, yes? If you venture, yes. if you venture where it is that you say you are going, to the to that frozen horrific place of death to the north beyond the Ettenmos I fear that you will indeed encounter him for he will hear of your arrival your force if we could see it and we have seen it for days if we can see it I guarantee he can see it as well yes yeah, that's, that's no surprise are you still adamant on being not involved well, we are involved one way or another, Master Floyd. We have to defend our homestead multiple times. Beyond that, I am not uh, overjoyed at the thought of fighting my people. They are in the time of Lottie misguided. In the time of Braddock, they have been... They have been bullied, coerced. They act out of fear. Fear of whatever forces support him. And also the empowerment that comes with it. We have not... We have not at all improved the time in which you've seen us. We are still hungry. Our fields are still dark and cursed. The ruins that you see dotting our hills, they haunt us at night still. We have seen no help from the Brelanders. No dwarves have come to trade. No elves have come to assist when we grow ill from whatever horrific magics soak the earth. We continue to live here by ourselves. Do not misunderstand me. I do not blame you for our troubles. But while you came here years ago, and we gave you aid, we have not seen that returned. We have not heard from you. You have not sent anyone here to us. You have not broken peace. We have not seen anything to suggest that we were not simply a convenience now you ask I presume if we will join your little little band of people who <sighs> care not for us to go slaughter the very people that we lament what has happened to them that is not a particularly enticing offer my old friend I understand I've asked enough then but do you mind if my companions and I pass through? Of course. We mean no harm to you. Our lands, you may camp amongst them. We are not capable, unfortunately, of supplying a company so large. A few dozen, I believe. But you are welcome to our water if you need to refresh. Or dusk. Do not... Do not trouble our fields. Do not trouble our animals. 
And if there are any amongst you that are untrustworthy, please keep them away from my family. We have not... We have not sought mercenaries. We fight with those that we find trustworthy in this endeavor. Yeah. So then the invitation to me and my family is one because you trust us. Indeed. We are flattered. We have lost one son. We have one child remaining. We will not endanger her and we will not endanger her to a life without parents. We respect that decision and are appreciative for the safe passage. You may be one of the few friendly faces that we see as we continue on our journey. There were more a year ago, two, but they have turned. They are either dead or they are now amongst Braddock's number. Perhaps if there was outreach in these years since we last spoke, perhaps there would still be more familiar faces, friendly, and there could have been dialogue between us. It seems, however, you had more important tasks to tend to. I understand. that point he reaches forward he shakes your hands he's very polite and you all are free to move about if you like there are mm. some people that gilly would like to introduce okay to nadil um, okay she'll definitely probably grab tharnow and um lady aerosol since they tend to be closest Okay. So we'll say that you all retreat back to your your company, debrief them on what is there, the rules that the deal had set out for your, mm-hmm. if you decide to camp on his land or pass through, that kind of thing. Uh, and we'll say a little while later, Gilly, you return uh, with both Tharnow and Lady Aracel in tow. Okay. What are the rest of you doing? I think it would be a good idea to camp. I know some of us don't have fatigue, but others of us do. So yeah, spending I, a couple I would days to uh, rest as well. Because we Go still have home. a long trip still. We're, we're just starting, really. So it'd be nice to keep that fatigue down. Yeah. Okay. If that is what you want to do, then we're going to end. We're going to do the journey phase end rules, and then we'll pick up again with a new one. Uh, so if that's the case, that means you're hanging around for a little while, uh, at least a couple days. This is a friendly place. They're not going to harm you. Uh, they, they, they specifically like the Nadil's family have no ill will towards you. Um, though I will say that you are given some very, not dirty looks, but very cautious and wary looks from both Reza and Barak, the other two adults, uh, who live within this small clan. I, I'll say that Sodden, the young when you when you met her last, she was very much a child. She's kind of in her sort of pre-teens, early teens kind of age at this point. So she's her, 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 she's curious, obviously, but she's not as um, she's not as kind of ignorant, I would say, uh, as she was uh, when you first passed through, or naive probably would be the better word. 
Um, so, okay, so that's the case. If we're going to do like a, a rest rest a couple of days, it's fine. Um, so that's the case. Go ahead and everybody make a... So, if, so for those of you who have mounts, uh, subtract the mounts vigor rating from your current fatigue total. And then you can make a travel test and that'll determine how much you kind of reduce your fatigue by. My mount was two. Yeah, my mount is two. Okay. And then go ahead and roll a travel test. And the number of successes you have reduces your fatigue by one apiece. This does, however, lock you into a couple days of time here. But no success. I didn't get a Gandalf, but I did get three successes. Okay, fair enough. Okay, I got two. Okay. Jeff, I have a thing called Ways of the Wild, uh, okay. which is uh, when you make a roll using um, various things, including travel, you can spend one hope to achieve a magical success. Yeah. I've never actually used this before or gotten a magical success, so I'm not entirely sure how to approach this. So it's really just you spend a hope. Okay. Uh, so once you do that, you automatically succeed. So you have a success, you're good to go. You still roll the test to see if you get any other successes and stuff with it, but you you okay. have the magical success. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So let me just roll and see. I'm a class change for <laughs> Ranger to take no fatigue. Right? Uh I really do feel that is a very overpowered ability i really like it it literally means that the ranger never has any ill effects essentially over the course of like a journey like it's i find that a little little strange not all rangers just no no no, no, no just, just, just the best that makes it even worse <laughs> i'm gonna check that all rangers it's like that's fine because it's She's uh probably, I like to Sorry, think Ariel looks at Tara and she's like, oh, that's fine, fine. You ha you be friends with that old woman. I'm just not going to take any <laughs> fatigue on this journey to our deaths. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Maitre. What were you going to no, say? No, no, I was saying I um, I feel like I'm also cheating because I ain't got two sixes and a 12. <laughs> wow. You know, there was a no. time when we played this game and there was honesty. <laughs> that was flowing between lore master and players. There was a time. There was dedication. There was trust. There was. Now you put on a couple costumes. You think you're cool. You think you can do whatever you want. You think you can just walk all over the rules of the game. I met Gandalf till every rules of Gandalf. Is that how it works? You've been blessed with candies. Okay. All right. So. Uh, as you all spend a couple days here recuperating a little bit from, uh, I think it's see how many days has it been? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's been over a week. You've been traveling for over a week at this point, about eight or nine days. Uh, so you take a, the last few days have been particularly difficult as the rains have been terrible. So we'll say you spend some time here amongst, uh, Nadil and his family, uh, I know, Gilly, you had wanted to introduce Tharnow and Lady Arisil. Is there any other small scenes or any other things that you guys are looking to do uh, in this area while this is uh, while this is going on? 
Sorry, before we start this scene, can you just tell me how much fatigue is reduced? Uh, because by of, the number of, of successes that you had on the roll. Okay, so, so uh, if I got three successes and the magical success, that's four total. Yep. yep. Okay. Cool. That's thank correct. You. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So, and again, this this doesn't all have to happen in the same succession. This could be like two days worth of like staying around. Is there anything sure, anyone's sure, doing? Sure. I'd like to introduce Daggett as Lottie Slayer. Kind okay. of give him closure that's Lottie has been taken out. Uh, to Nadil? Yeah. Okay. So say you one day, you know, at some point as like you find him uh, kind of feeding animals here and there, he's kind of throwing some seed out to what looks like a handful of pigs and such. And you you come around, he looks up, Mr. Dwarf Floy. And he looks over and he sees Daggett. Daggett, do you have... Lottie's axe on you at the time. Always. His eyes go immediately. Notice it immediately. His eyes go wide. And he looks to you, Floy. This is Daggett. Encountered Lottie, as you can see. I am familiar with that weapon. You took it from her, I believe, then. Yes? Yes. She had no more need of it. That is an interesting way to put that. You struck her down and you took the spoils of war. You know, Ladi was a a good person at one point in her life. Well respected. Many looked to her as a leader, as a captain. She had her own clan. She fought fiercely, of course. But she was noble, you might say. And then... And then she began... No one is quite certain where. Looking to acquire things. Treasures. Looting the dead. Looting... The ruins of a kingdom that once stood on these hills. And the more she looted, the more treasures she took, the darker she became. I hope that is not a fate that waits you, my new dwarven friend. I have no desire to go into any tombs here in Angmar. We will be going in one dungeon to rescue a silly elf that got lost. As That is as much as I wish to see of this place. He kind of looks around at the 50-something people that are scattered about this place. This is a very large force to recover a lost and silly elf. Unfortunately, when my son disappeared, I did not have such a force to help me. Kind of looks over at Floyd at that point. Daggett also looks over at Floyd. <laughs> I didn't have this kind of force either. I am appreciative of your attempts, Master Dorf. I do not mean to speak so harshly. It just pains me and it pains Una even, even further to not have answers 
We do not know whether he joined Lottie's forces. We do not know whether he survived his time in the keep. We fear we will never know his fate. It is the not knowing that keeps both of us up at night. And it is well, that you reason... you said that we may find more of your people led by this Braddock, I believe I was told, Floy. If your son is among them, we would certainly try to keep him safe. I would imagine that if my son is among him, there is nothing more that you can do. For he is already lost to us. And in battle, it is difficult to stop one's blood from boiling and to stay a hand when an enemy comes close. However, if you find him, even if it is among the dead, Floy, if you would, return him here so we might say goodbye. If I'm able to, I promise you I will. Thank you. If we find him and we return, we will return with him. I appreciate your promise, Mr. Daggett. And I hope that the weapon you carry is an instrument in aiding you at this endeavor. Been very useful so far. I would imagine so. Now, if you do not mind, I have work to do. And I do not mean to speak ill of your people, but your dwarves, your dwarfish friends, any kind of nods in the direction, are very sloppy. If you would kindly ask them to clean up after themselves. I'll send the message. Okay. Anybody else doing anything? Reniel's going to meander over to the group from Tharbad. Okay. Tharnow. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready. <laughs> yes, I... Uh, we didn't have a a lot of uh, time when we were in your home, but I have noticed that my friend has had several small and quiet moments with you, both there and here. You're talking to Thar now? Yes. Yes, I suppose that's... Um... Yes, I assure you, uh, my intentions are pure, if that is your concern. Before joining this group, and she'll kind of reference Gilly and Floyd and Daggett, I generally did not much enjoy the company of others and 
Tara was one of the few exceptions. She has a light about her that is quite different from any others. I imagine that's probably why you and she get along. I'm sure you appreciate that light as well. Could not have said it said said it better myself, Mr. Anil. I assure you, my intentions are honorable. And I assure you that there is no one who will care for her, who will ensure as much as I and my meager abilities can ensure her safety. In truth, it is more likely her that will ensure mine. This is what I come to speak to you of. I know that you have often desired to prove yourself in combat, whether that be with a uh, dwarf that doesn't know when the right time is to pick a fight or not, or larger battles that we have ahead. But I would request that you not hasten violence and self-sacrifice. It's very confused. Mr. Reniel, I believe you might have the wrong impression of me. My quarrel with Mr. Daggett was one that, as much as I consider him a friend now, was one that he, he initiated, not I. Oh, I've, I fully believe that that is the truth of the situation. He does I, have a temper, I've noticed, and it's grown worse, I believe. But that is not what you're here to talk to me about. And when you refer to needless sacrifice, and I don't mean to speak ill of myself or my men, but that is not necessarily what we are, are here for. We are here to assist you. Terra and the others because well, for the same reason you are. Right? You're not here for glory chasing. You're here because well, duty calls. Yes, there are some of us um, myself included who need to see this task till the end, whatever that end may be. Hmm. I ask that you not share my folly. Well, I will let events play out the way that they are meant to, and I will take each instance and I will react to it accordingly. If that means my end, so be it. But I assure you, there is no one who wants me to live well, more than I want to live. For, and he kind of looks a little bashful for, for the first time. 
many years, I feel that there is well, there's something more to live for. If you understand me. This is what I hope to hear. You see, like he, his eyes, did you hear that? And Irineal, it's, it, it's been a gentle rain, fog sweeping in. It's evening time. You can see the sun off to the west has gone down. Um, there's a handful of torches here and there that have kind of scattered about. Uh, you can see that there's a couple different campfires as the different groups have found ways to camp. Um, Nadil and Una have been very open. They've allowed you all free reign of the area. Um, they've been protective of their 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 people, but they've allowed free reign of the area. But it is a very, a very busy place. But you do kind of hear something. Uh, roll an awareness test. He's kind of looking around very peculiar and he's kind of looking up at the sky grab an audience for extra oh dear uh six all right that is a i had to do math to make sure that this was in fact an extraordinary success two lollies okay you you hear it too Sounds something in the sky flapping of some kind. And then as the two of you are kind of looking up sort of northwesternly a little bit, there's not a whole lot of light, but the cloud cover is very thick. The two of you, and I would say you probably would notice it first with such a good roll, you see a shape in the clouds. You see something very large with wings kind of flapping and moving in your direction. And then... As he's like, what on earth do you think that is? Eagle, perhaps? A hawk? Are the, the birds here so big? And as he's kind of idly sort of speculating, you hear a scream coming from somewhere else on the property. And when you whip around, you watch as something has swooped down into the homestead and has grabbed what looks like Reza, the uh, the widow, and has oh. lifted her up and is in the process of taking off. And then you hear a second scream and a series of them, and you look over in the direction of where all of the uh, all of Tharnau's people have gathered not too far from you, and there is this swarm of much smaller creatures that are whipping around and. Uh, what is this thing? This madness! Ah, get it all! Ah! And people are freaking out. You also look over in the dwarf area, like where all of the like like Thorvum and Thebe, and you can see that they've gotten their weapons out and they're swinging away as this very large creature that has kind of feathery wings, but also leathery underneath what looks like this rows and rows of feathers. You can see in the firelight from a few feet away, their eyes glow big and bright and orange and red and one of them seems to just sink a bite down into the neck of Thebe and she screams louder than you ever heard Thebe ever talk 
And as you look around every one of these camps, every one of these places, there is something coming down in droves from the sky descending onto Nadil's homestead. And that is where we're going to end uh, for tonight. No. No. And we're under you brought terror to these poor people. Oh, no. man. I told you, it doesn't matter where you are. Turkeys can come out of nowhere. That's <laughs> exactly what it is. The eagles were really oh pissed off God. about us making fun of them at the beginning of the session. Like, <laughs> Vengeance shall be ours. How oh, dare man. you insult us? Listen, Do that was not so simply lovely. fly from right. airport to convention center. <laughs> we also travel to a series of hotels as well within a particular circuit. One uh, of okay. Middler's noblest races, are, and they are Seriously. just relegated to an express train. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, they're so upset right now. Maybe this Sauron fella would appreciate us more after all. Uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, a little bit of a cliffhanger. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, not really. Uh, and, uh, it's not just a weak cliffhanger as unfortunately we won't be playing next week as a few of us. And by a few, I mean, everybody on like the two thirds to this side of the screen are going to Gen Con as, uh, as long myself, Melissa and Steven, we're all going to be heading to Gen Con next week. So, uh, our games on Thursday, Friday and Saturday, uh, are canceled. Uh, we will still have our games on Monday and Tuesday, as per usual. So Holler will come up on Monday. Uh, I'll be running that. Uh, Steven, uh, it'll be running Forbidden Lands on Tuesday. Any preview about what we're doing on Tuesday, Steven? Uh, yes, you guys are out of the dungeon. Uh, your ship is getting repaired, so you are going to set sail once again and hopefully get to the destination where you can uh, pick on an elf noble. Right on, right on, right on, right on. Uh, is, do you think he, did he beat us there? Even though, uh, you know... Well, you had a bit of a delay, but uh, you'll find out when you get there. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, let's see, uh, what else we got going on? Uh, if you will, so yeah, so normally we would have Die on Thursday, but that's canceled, and we would have uh, Delta Green next week on Friday, but again, those games are canceled. One Ring will be back in two weeks for uh, some more resolution, uh, and probably the end of, I would say probably resolving the journey events. I think we can probably finish up the journey next time, and we'll be in Angmar, and we'll talk a little bit more about how that's going to work. Uh, so we're getting very, very close to the end. Uh, see, Are we doing thing. that scene with uh, Gilly and Aerosol and Thar uh, was it Tharno? I'm sorry, you mentioned someone else. We can. Uh, that... I'm not. I'm not sure. Sh- we we can do. That I don't at know some if point. that it's needs fine. to be like a full blown up thing, but it just okay. Gilly would have done the introductions. Got it. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry. More for my notes than anything yeah. else. <laughs> Uh, okay, so then uh, other than that, if you haven't followed the channel, please do. Uh, we would definitely appreciate that. If you're not following us over on YouTube, just look for Adventures in Lollygagging uh, and subscribe over there. we got tons of old games. Uh, if you are new to the channel, uh, we play lots of things, a lot of free league games, but a lot of non-free league games as well. Uh, so currently we have, uh, I think, about five or six campaigns going on right now. So, so check out and hopefully there's something there that you like. Uh, thank you uh, to everyone who tossed out some bits and some subs tonight uh, who were uh, it was very, very nice to give us that hype train uh, and also for the raids that we got uh, tonight as well. Uh, but we are going to go ahead and we're going to pay that forward, raid someone else. Uh, our buddies over at the Boys from the Baltic Star uh, looks like they're getting ready to start their game. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and uh, give them a raid. So follow that. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.